Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast with my co-host Trevor. Yo, in this episode, we're going to talk about Doom, a movie based off a video game. And also, we're going to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake of the Intergrade with Yofi and also another Final Fantasy announcement this past week. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Just Me and Amos Podcast with my co-host, Trevor. Yo, hey. Yo. Yo. <laughs> now, last episode we was talking about, now we started a new format about the video games, movies based on video games, right? So our first, I guess, we didn't rip it to shreds like we wanted to, but we talked about it. It was Double Dragon in the last episode, right? So I, talk, I called Trevor and we talked and everything and said, we need to do another one, right? And I said, let's do Doom. Now, if y'all don't know what Doom is, it's a first-person first shooter. Am I right, Trevor? Yes. Yes. Back in 1993 that it was made. Yeah, it was It was one of those uh, those early first-person shooters, like the um, kind of the successor to Wolfenstein 3D, which was one of the first first-person shooters that was incredibly successful. Right. And Doom was like... The the next one that came along. Well, it was on the, on the PC first. It was on the PC yes, first. Yes, they were all on the PC first. Right, right, yeah. first. So um, Universal Studios wanted to, <laughs> wanted to make a movie based off this video game. Why not, right? You know, you're killing demons and other kind of monsters in the game and everything. So why not make one, right? So the movie came out in 2005, right? It starred Dwayne Johnson. This is when he first started out. Doing more movies, well, right? Yeah, he was going by The Rock. The Rock at the time. At the time. Yeah, so, right. he's, yeah, he's credited as The Rock. The Rock, right. And we had um, Keith... Oh, Carl Urban. Carl Urban. I'm about to call Keith Urban, man. I'm talking Keith, about the, con- Keith, the, yeah. the country singer. Yeah, the country singer Keith, Keith Urban was in there. Yeah. <laughs> as a space marine. Man, that guy kicked ass. Yeah, right, baby. With his good talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, Carl, Carl Urban, man, which is, he has such a following... He does so many science fiction and uh, fantasy. Science fiction, fantasy, yeah. He's like, you know, he's the guy you just put in there. <laughs> yes, he's really, you know, from Reddit to Star Wars. Not Star Wars. Oh, I messed up again. Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he'll show up in one of the Star Wars series eventually. Maybe, maybe so. <laughs> maybe so. Who knows? So, and it's, what's the female actress? What's the actress' name? Uh, Rosamund Pike. Pike. That's it. Pike. Yeah. She was in Gone, good Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Right. She was also uh, one of the Bond girls in uh, Die uh, Another Day. I want to say well, one of the Pierce, Pierce Brosnan, Brosnan ones. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can Yeah. Okay. So that's all the three actors that I know of that was in it, right? Everybody else, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't really know any so, of the others. So that was the draw, right? That's who they, everybody recognized those three, those three guys, right? So. We watched this movie, and I was talking to Trevor. First, I did my research. We both did. So, going into this movie. And I told Trevor, I was thinking I was over the phone talking to you about this. And we're talking about how many times I watched it four times. He said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's one of those movies that's like, my, my guilty pleasure. Yeah, I think, wrong? <laughs> yeah, like four times. Like, damn. Well, it's better than Double Dragon. <laughs> well, yes, it was better than Double Dragon. <laughs> yeah. In, my, in our opinions. Yes. You know. So, um, anyway... 
uh, I want Trevor to take over on this side. Go ahead, Trevor. Take over. Let's give him the synopsis, synopsis of the video game compared to the movie. Okay, so the video game is basically um, you're a space marine, and I believe it has something to do with they they find these these or they have these warp gates that right. can go between uh, that gets them onto Mars, and they have warp gates between the two uh, moons. moons of Mars, yeah. Phobos and. Deimos, Deimos, yes. And then um, what happens is um, a gate or something opens up and Deimos disappears. It's just gone. And so all of you, and then all of you're like this space Marine who's there and you're kind of left um, holding down the fort and all of the rest of your crew gets disappears and gets slaughtered. Right. So then you basically have to decide, you decide, well, I'm going to go in and I'm going to, you know, take care of this shit. So you kind of go and, um, and you fight through Phobos, and then eventually you go through um, the gate of hell and get into Deimos. That's right. And Deimos is, yeah, it's just basically floating over hell. And then, yeah, you go down there, and then you fight, like, you know, the demon hell boss or whatever. And then... With a, I, this is weird. With a chainsaw and one had a, right, a spider and whatever. Right. And then, you, and then it, that eventually then tries to take over Earth, and so it leaves kind of at that point where then... Doom 2 can take over. Right. But essentially, it basically, it has to do with a gate to hell that opens up <laughs> and lets demons out. That's basically that's the, the plot. That's the plot. And you're <laughs> just a space marine going around, like, you, killing You're screwed because right. you got to kill them all. Right. So, you know, it's basically, yeah, you're just descending into hell. <laughs> the movie now, it was something... did not have anything to do with this gate to hell. And they had the demons in there, but the demons were... Humans who had transformed into demons. They weren't called demons. They were just right, monsters. Right, exactly. They so, were just monsters. Yeah, basically they had mutated. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it was... The 24th chromosome. <laughs> right. right. They had discovered this, yeah, this 24th chromosome. And as um, as the movie goes along, they realize, well, this, 21st, this 24th chromosome that they found in some of these, um, these skeletons is that it made them... Um, super healthy and practically invincible and you know it, it's it was kind of making the perfect human being but then they were like well why did this civilization then die out well what they find yeah. out is that in some people the 24th chromosome makes them aggressive super healthy happy. yeah but if you already have a violent aggressive mindset right it turned it mutates you into a monster so the society collapsed because the monsters killed all of the other guys <laughs> yeah. so that's what they find out. But essentially, that's what it's about. It, it doesn't really have anything to do... With the gates of yeah, hell. They're, they're on Mars because they find this arc or whatever. That, so they change the name of it, right? Right. It's this, this arc gate that allows them to kind of... They, they go into this gooey like water Money drop thing, thing yeah. that just instantly transports them to Mars. And then there's a scientific research base up there... Um, where they found this civilization. They didn't even use the moons on them. They went straight from Earth to Mars. It it only had to do with Mars. Mars. And yeah, there was no gate that they opened up. It was just this 24th chromosome. And it turns out they were just experimenting with this 24th chromosome and they created their own monsters. They missed the opportunity there. Right. I mean, so it was none of the source materials, none from, from the video game at all. Only by name. Right. It was, it was, you know, very, very vague. They had the space Marines. They had, they had monsters, that they tried to make look like some of the monsters from the the video games. Right. But yeah, the plot was just very threadbare, <laughs> you know, related to the video game. Yes, it really was. It really was. And um I and the way they had Rob playing the bad guy, man, cuz usually 
Rock doesn't really play the psychotic, give a fucks person. He and now he doesn't. But well, well, yeah. yeah, but in this one. Well, what happened, I understand from this one, is that he was originally um, for the role of a, for the role of Carl, Carl, Urban. the Carl Urban's yeah. role as Reaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when he read the script, he was like, "I kind of more identify with Sarge, or I, you know, I kind of feel like Sarge will be the better role, you know, better fit for me." So he took that role, and then they cast Carl Urban as Reaper. That was a smart move on his part, right? I so think it was. yeah, so it was. They did intend to make him the hero, but yeah. instead, they yeah, he decided he wanted to be the bad guy. Yeah, he did a hell of a bad guy. He dropped a lot of F-bombs, too. Yeah, he did, he did a good job. <laughs> he did a good job. For, um, not a good movie, but it right. was, yeah. So what were what were your, your thoughts on this movie? Let's start there. I watched it four times, Trevor. What do uh, yeah. you think of my thoughts on it? <laughs> <laughs> you you love think? it. I don't say I love it, but I, I you know it's my guilty pleasure. You love it. Yeah. What a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, I think it was fun to watch. You know, it was not that gory that I thought it was the first time watching it. And I watched it for the fourth time. It didn't bother me whatsoever. And it's one of those movies that you could probably just do something, right? Right now, I could be on the computer. I could play in the background and uh, it just don't bother me, right? But um, if I would ever give it a rating out of 10, mm-hmm. I, give it, I give it a 5. <laughs> a fair. A fair 5. A 5, I give it a 5, you know. But you know, man, it was like I said, it was, it was interesting to see Rock play a movie like this early on in his career. That he chose that role to play the bad guy, and he was he was he was a scoundrel at the close to the end. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And he, so so um, I think I give it a five out of ten. So, but the thing is, man, after reading about the video game and these movies, like I told you earlier, they try to do the reboot. It was called Doom Annihilation. They right. try to make up for what they didn't do in the first movie, which allowed I, – I watched it too, man. Lord, Lord bless my soul. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I know did, what you're trying to do to yourself I, on the weekend, man. I don't know. Try to go to Gateway to Hell. How about I mean, that? <laughs> I had thought about watching it, but I was like, I'm not going to do that to myself in one weekend. <laughs> Dude, I mean, shit, man. They try to they, – I have a little <laughs> bit of self-respect. <laughs> But after watching the second reboot, man, it, it was kind of close to the video game rather than the one The Rock was part of. But, I mean, I give it a 5 out of 10, you know. That's one of my guilty pleasures after watching it for the fifth time now. Yeah. So what you thought about the movie? I'll, I'll admit it wasn't as terrible as I was expecting it to be because I've heard bad things about it. Right. And it just looked cheesy and I wasn't going to watch it when it came I remember when it came out in theaters. Right. Um, so... I was kind of enjoying it at first. Um, at what point when it started? But then it, well, the fact that they didn't ever really build on anything. I mean, I knew I knew from the start it was going to be terrible. But I was like, well, you know, it, this is something that, eh, there's some there's some interesting points here. You know, a little bit of an enjoyable point. It's, it's not one of those movies where I'm watching it and I wish I could rip my eyes out. Because, <laughs> you know, or just shoot myself because it's like, oh my God, this is so terrible. Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> you know, I can watch it. At, pretty much it was just a mediocre movie. Right. That's what it was. It wasn't terrible. It was just mediocre. And the biggest problem with it is that it didn't have much of a plot, and the plot especially didn't really connect with the video games, which, no, I, which was problematic. Yes, it was. But it also didn't have any character development. You know, it's like you don't really get into any of the characters except, I mean, the one you probably get the most out That's of. Carl Urban's character, right? No, is Portman. 
and that guy is the worst. Oh, that dude. We'll get into him later. <laughs> that dude. Um, but uh, so yeah, it just it lacked character. It didn't have a lot in the line of dialogue, and not in the line of interesting dialogue at that for what little there was. It was just kind of bland and lifeless. Right. That was the problem. And you know the you would you would hope that at least the fights or the uh, you know the cinematography or you know the the set pieces would be really cool, but they were just dull and lifeless as well. You know what the it problem was, just, was also yeah, it was I just forgot. bland hallways and yeah. dark sewers and you the know. lighting of that movie was terrible. Yes, it really was. Just thinking about it now, like the sewer part, it couldn't I couldn't see hardly anything in there. Right, and you know even saw in the parts when they were trying to look for the doctors and it was in the hallway and stuff like it was darker than yeah. Right. Thinking about it. Yeah, I have like notes on that. But yeah, at the very beginning, it starts out with a bunch of scientists running from something right. that's growling. So okay. you hear this growling, yeah. right? But like the way it was, it was, I don't know, the camera was weird shaky. and it was a little shaky, but the screen just kind of felt blurry and gray. And it felt like a really cheap, cheesy, like television show opening right. is what it felt like. And so I was like, well, this movie must not have had much of a budget. And then I looked it up. It was like fifty to sixty million dollar budget. It was a sixty million. Or sixty to seventy million dollar budget. It was a sixty million. I looked yeah. it up. It was. I was 60 like, million. that's a lot of money to look this shitty. And you know, the opening weekend had fifteen million, right? That's the opening weekend. Yeah. I think. But, I think overall box office was, was like fifty-eight, 58 million. million. Yeah. So they lost two million. Right. They didn't so, even gain nothing at all. Right. So it wasn't a hit. Um, but yeah, it was like the running was bad, and then when the the monster broke through the door. Like the 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 effects on that door, like cr- <laughs> crumbling in, was just pretty awful. I was like, that just looks bad. Yeah, it was you can two, tell it's fake. You're 2005, right? So yeah, it was by, made by Universal. <laughs> you know, most you know what a movie goes and they money goes to, right? The Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, they make up for it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, he's in that. The Rockers in the in franchise. Yes, he is. He's in good standing with Universal. Yeah. But no, man, it's, I mean, I know you got some pointers about some of the characters. You're right. It was none, none, no character development whatsoever. And we only get a um, little conversation about Carl Irvin's sister. And, you know, they together with the incident in Mars. Never right. got in detail about right. it. Right. You didn't. It's like they have this whole thing with their parents yeah. died like 10 years ago mm-hmm. on Mars when they yeah discovered the opening or something where that civilization was. But we hear the accident, like when he's looking out the window, we kind of hear like his parents going, oh, it's all right. And you can hear them playing or something. But, but, but this is a wrong time to think yeah. about shit when and, monsters are lurking right. around. But man. then it's like, ah, and so you're expecting, oh, now we're going to see that flashback. And it never does. It's just sound. It's a missed like opportunity. Can, like he's recalling. But at the same time, I was like, I don't really care about the flashback. No. I'm kind of glad they didn't show it. But at the same time, it's like, but you didn't really develop anything. We don't have anything to attach ourselves mm. to. Or to understand quite why he cares as much as he does. Okay, yes, his parents died. We get it, but there was no emotional connection for us. You, you uh, know, um, talking about characters, Portman, that guy. Right now, to me, Portman he's like a sleaze bag. That's the one. He is. He's, he's a sleaze bag. But this sleaze bag has sense. That you know, when thing when shit was going down, he had he told the rocks that sir, we need to call backup for backup. He had like, the the sense enough. To record a message and send it to backup. Although he was a sleaze ball, he's had he gave a drug to the rookie. <laughs> but you know, but that's about the only thing that he did was decent in that movie to me. But even then, it was against orders, and it was like yeah. you know, and it all came for naught. None nah. of it made, and that's that's probably my biggest problem with this entire movie is that 
at the end of the day, all of it is for naught. No, None of it made anything because the only two people who survive are Carl Urban and Rosamund Pike, his sister in the movie. <laughs> That's right. That's it. Everybody else, including all the innocent civilians that they're supposed to be protecting, dead. And The Rock <laughs> killed them all. Right. So it was like, what was the whole point of this movie? I don't understand. Um, it was very joyless. But, <laughs> That's the word you're looking for, joyless. <laughs> joyless, yeah. So, but um, but yeah, so the, it kind of deals with these characters in kind of a very stereotypical, um, you know, uh, setup. So you see, like at the beginning, they they drive it home with like the things that the, the guys are doing while they're in their downtime. Like, while they're waiting, yeah. So you have the rock sitting there shirtless, of course. Uh-huh. And, you know, he's got Semper Fi tattooed in big letters across uh-huh. his back. And you're like, mm, subtle. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy is a Marine's Marine. We get that. Okay. So Sarge is that. But then it goes and you got Duke and he's playing like this There's huge brick of a video game. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what is with that handheld video game. It's like a big brick. But he's playing that. So you're like, okay, this is kind of the, the video game, the kind of, you know, the cool guy, right. you know, the geeky, geeky, cool guy. Um, and then you have uh, just Destro- goat. Well, yeah, you have goat who's we don't really I don't think we know at the time time that he's religious, but he is a little bit more. Mm-hmm. He's more religious and kind of the straight and he doesn't he doesn't. Well, they're like, oh, now you talk or whatever, you yeah. know, because apparently he's mostly the strong, silent type. Right. Except he speaks a lot during the movie, which makes no sense. So <laughs> in any case, but he's like the the more religious one. Um, and we yeah. find out later he's a cutter. Oh, and you yeah. know, whenever he makes a mistake, he cuts a cross into his arm. Yeah. So um, self-mutilation. Right. And then let's see who else we got. Destroyer is just kind of. Destroyer is more the the big silent black guy. Yeah, he I mean, was. Yeah, he he was. Yeah. You know, and you see him. I think he was hitting the baseball, or maybe he was throwing he it. He was throwing it, I believe. Yeah, um, one of them. And then you had Portman, who's the sleaze ball, and you know he's like, he just looks sleazy with the slick back hair and the ugly teeth and just the, <laughs> you know, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go, you know, gonna go get like three fuck boys yeah. or whatever, you know, yeah, whatever. He, it's it was it's a, like, no, hey, okay, yeah, he was not right. Right. So yeah, he was a little messed up in the head. Um, then you had kid who's like the, 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 new, the, new, the rookie, rookie. Yeah, yeah, the new rookie, the little, you know, he's wet behind the ears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then who else did we have? Uh, oh yeah, and then the Asian guy too was the Asian guy on it. Yeah, too. and then Mac was the Asian guy. guy yeah. Okay, so I had a note about Mac. Okay, because Mac is they call him Mac. Yeah, he's like a Japanese guy. Right. And um, and he doesn't really get a lot of screen time in the movie. He's the guy that when they get there, they're like, "All right, you guard the entrance," right. and then that's it. Um. But he's talking to Pinky, who's that guy in the, in the wheelchair. wheelchair. Right. And, you know, Pinky is like, why Mac or whatever like that? Because these are all of their things. Basically, and then he says that his name is, uh, where did I have it? Is Katsuhiko Kumanosuke Takahashi. And then the guy's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Mac. Mac. <laughs> okay, one, Mac doesn't come into any of that. Two, it's not like that's really hard to pronounce. So that's just plain racist. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> damn, damn. They wasn't woke then when they <laughs> no, exactly. So that so that's so that's Mac. And then Mac dies pretty unceremoniously with getting that decapitated pretty, pretty quickly as yeah. soon as he decides to join them uh, yeah. down in the sewers. But so yeah, there isn't much of a character for him. No, <laughs> no whatsoever. Um, then you got Carl Urban character. And then you got Carl Urban character who's his name is Reaper. Mm-hmm. But that's because his name is John Grimm. It's not like, you know, he's some... Because his sister said something about right, that, too. He's like, Reaper, real, real subtle. Story. And he's like, you know, hey, they're Marines, not poets. <laughs> right. Um, 
but yeah, it's, and that was one of the things that kind of, um, drove me nuts is like, okay, so he's bleeding out later in the movie and, you know, she gives him the shot of the 24th chromosome. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's like, I've done some bad thing or, you know, I'm like a terrible person at exactly what he said. Where was it? Yeah. Uh, he said, oh, I did some bad things, but she says, you're my brother. Yeah. I said, where, yeah. Where did the, I, I wrote, where did this, I've done bad things line come Good. from? Because we haven't seen him be a terrible person. We haven't seen any of the things that he's done. He's a Marine. So he's probably killed people in the line of duty. But there's nothing about his character because his character is very calm Mm -hmm. and just, you know, stoic that we don't see him as, you know, this raving killer. Yeah, this raging killer (laughs) or this guy, you know, like this actual grim reaper who's just, you know, a terror on the battlefield or, you know, who enjoys it. Nothing has prepared us for that line. And then you're like, "Uh, okay. Okay. I mean, I get that he's worried he's going to turn into one of the monsters instead of. You know, but of course he's good, so he turns into the one of the invincible guys. Yeah, he gets superhuman stuff. Yeah. Question: Okay, now once you got the twenty fourth chromosome, he wakes up. His sister's gone. So what the? F- yeah, like where the, the fuck, fuck did she man? go? Yeah, well, like, where did dude, she disappear to? Like, they don't make any sense to me. It, it, this part of the, mach- I guess, is part of the plot. I guess whatever for go forward. She's on the floor. And a rock over there standing over the other side. Right. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that was so not necessary. You go through all these corridors and stairs and stuff like that. Oh, and another In the, the first person perspective. In the first, in the first I like to say that. The first person perspective. I said, but, okay. Right. Let's get to that later. Yeah. That's, that's like the only good part of this movie. Yeah, really. Um, I, yeah, really. So let's discuss some of the other stuff. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it, it's, it's. Yeah, there's just there's just nothing there. Like I said, it's just really boring looking. It's like a movie that should have been about the gates of hell opening up and all of this, you know, shit. You could, you know, this could have been visually satisfying. Yeah. And all it was was these dark corridors. And they were all dark and they were using these flashlights. And there's one point after they've been looking around for a little while where they suddenly turn on a light. I was like, what? They could have turned the lights on this whole time? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you walking around in the dark with flashlights when you can just turn the light on? <laughs> There's a typical uh, one of the lights, one of the flashlights stop fl- were f- right. flickering. Uh, yeah, of course. Oh, of yeah, course. The flashlights start flickering, and you know, <sighs> when they're in the um, sewers. The sewers. That was Goat. That I was think. Goat. Yeah. yeah. So then Goat gets attacked. Yeah, like, come on, man. That's like, typical. Yeah. It's so cliche. Come That's on, guys. cliche. The horror films for you, dude. Oh, my light's not working. Oh, it's it's flickering. Oh, what's gonna happen? Uh, you're gonna die. <laughs> right. That's one so, of the tropes. Yeah, that was that was one of those things that Goat was the first one to die. I thought Portman was gonna be the first one to die because I had I had notes on Portman. Let you me. You got find, a lot. Of, you got a lot yeah. of notes. Dude. Let me find some of these things. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, where did I have the thing about Portman? Portman. Yo, he's okay. Yeah, bad. I already hate this guy in the Hawaiian shirt. That turned out to be Portman. <laughs> hoping he dies first. And then a little bit later, I'm like, Portman gets got worse. He'll definitely die early. <laughs> and then let's see, where where did I have it on the next page? No, you say. <laughs> well, you know, he did die on the toilet. Uh, and then I have like, uh, oh, here it is. Kyle Urban looks like uh, no, I look at it. Damn, S- stupid Portman only. Only fell in a hole, yeah, because they remember they're walking, oh, yeah. and it looks like he gets dragged in the sewer, and it looks like he gets dragged underwater, and I'm like, oh, now we lost Portman, and then he's like, oh, he only fell in a hole. Don't toy with me, movie. <laughs> but his he got his demise while he was on the shitter, right? And then he's on the sh- I think later on the shitter, and I'm like, just die already, Portman. <laughs> I'm on the shitter. 
Well, like, you were talking bad to that guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> Terribly, man. Yeah. He allowed, he allowed him to die because I think he cut off. He said, where's Portman? He said, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and no, he cut off his communications. communications yeah. yeah, so they couldn't find him. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Did you have anything else before I start going through some of my notes here? No, man, I'm good. <laughs> you got plenty of notes yeah, up there, dude. Yeah, I do. So, okay. Um, I had already mentioned the thing. Shirtless Rock, I already mentioned. Yeah, you did. Uh, I mentioned the portable video game like a brick. Yep. That was a big-ass game. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else about uh, the big fucking gun? Yeah. yeah why oh. didn't they turn on the lights from the start? All right. Speaking of that big ass gun that Duke had, that's reminiscent of Predator. Remember Bill Duke had that? Or was it uh, Bill Duke? Remember the first Predator? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Jesse yeah. Ventura had it first, and Bill Duke. Had, you got more. It's like yeah. Now, that destroyer reminded <laughs> me a lot of that, that. Of that yeah. guy. Yeah. It did. Like okay, I see what they're doing. I think they probably did that on purpose. That's probably. You know, they do a lot of that man homage to certain movies back and forth, whatever. Yeah. And the, okay, I had. I didn't know it was that easy to rip an ear off when, oh, yeah. when the doctor ripped his own ear off. Just, just kind of like he was ripping Velcro off. <laughs> like, well, he, was, he was dying already. Probably getting to the it, it, it could be, but yeah, he just ripped that shit off. Damn. Um, none of these people are mentally stable enough to be <laughs> Marines. There's a creeper, a cutter, a druggie. Oh, damn. <laughs> and then I just have a note here that said, that monkey dead. Oh, that monkey dead. And they shot into the, oh, that's, that's in, into the vents. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man. The monkey was in there. Poor poor animals, man. Them monsters ripped through those damn monsters, uh, yeah. animals. Dogs and rabbits. Speaking of rabbits, even in the video game, uh, the Marine beat the, he beat, he beat the first game and the second game. You see a rabbit on a pike. Yeah. And that's this rabbit called Daisy. That was his pet name. Oh, <laughs> I, was I was reading that like, that's it in a video game? Like, that's not shit. True. Then when they evaded Earth, he came back on Earth and you saw his pet rabbit head on a spike. <laughs> shit. shit, man. So let's see. Then I have the, yeah, the scenery and set pieces are just dull, which I mentioned. Yep. Carl Urban looks like he's walking with shit in his pants. Like the whole oh, he first half a, of the uh, movie. Uh, I was about, uh, yeah, uh, he, look. He just had that look on his face that looked like he was like uncomfortable because he yeah, had like. Constipation. Was, yeah, squirming with shit in his pants or something. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get it out, man. It's hurting bad. <laughs> uh, let's see. Flashlight dies at inconvenient times. I assume said that. Yeah. Um, Nano walls are uh, are kind of cool. Are they practical though? No, uh, no, but they were kind of cool. That's what I got. So I can't stand yeah. nano walls. So then Sarge got himself a BFG, <laughs> bit fucking gun for those who don't know. <laughs> and then yeah, and then I had the fights, the flinging around and stuff were so terrible. Oh yeah, it's man. like I don't know the the wire work that they were doing with that just looked really bad. The last battle they had. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Um, yeah, and I had DNA mutation and testing. Wasn't the game about a portal to hell? <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, Can you read that, man? Pinky being... Oh, Pinky in a wheelchair. That's right. That's the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, be, being flailed around looked so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. The, the, the monster, monster got, got him, him and just was flinging him around. It was like, that looked terrible. Then he turned himself in. He wasn't a monster, too. Right. Yo, well, I had a note. I was like, when it, it did the first-person shooter, I was like, oh, shit, that's Pinky. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Like, oh, it's Pinky. Like, well, that was quick. Yeah, that mutation was really quick. So that's um, so I had I had what the fuck? We never got to see the BFG kill anything, did we? Maybe no, it killed that monster in the the toilet when Portman died. Yeah, but, I think it did. But I don't know. It was like for such a cool oh, you, gun, useless. Just, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it just, it just like melted all the metal. It caused these huge things. And then you could just see the metal continuing to melt. Yeah. That was probably the coolest visual effects in a movie. Yeah. But I think he shot it three times and he never really used it on anybody. It just kind of felt like a waste. It was a waste. But hey, they later used it in the second movie. Did they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Well, yeah, the BFG 9000 is like the big fucking gun <laughs> yeah. in the Doom games. Yeah, so, so she used it. Yeah, so that's why they had it there. But And some know. grenades too. They were like some plasma grenades. Right. Grenades. Dang, I can't think. So then I said, yeah, action is, and then I, oh yeah, and then at the end, a fist fight? Really? Yeah, <laughs> man. It's like, that's how we're going to end this movie, with a fist fight? Uh, action is terrible in this movie, no characterization, and then, so everyone dies except the twins? What was the point of this movie? <laughs> so yeah, that's what I, and then, I, the, the first person is cool, but it feels kind of like a theme park ride. Right. So, um, yeah, and so I said, oh shit, that dog-like monster is pinky. But, try watching uh, Hardcore Harry first person. Yeah. Remember that movie? Yeah. That's I a headache. That yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, there was something about it. The first person shoot, uh, shooter part in this movie, it was pretty cool, but it kind of felt like there was always a part of the frame that you were supposed to be seeing that right. you couldn't see. Yeah. Which is very frustrating because it's like all of a sudden, oh, there's a monster right there. And it's like, how did this monster get right in front of him without him seeing it first? It made a lot of it, it was just too jumpy and too, um, but just think but the about idea it. Was cool. The idea was cool, but think about when we playing those games, how you shoot, you move them everywhere from back and forth, forth, back, side to side. It's so much going on, man. Well, that's the biggest problem that I've always had with first person shooter games is that there's no peripheral vision. No, uh-uh. that's the problem with them is that in real life, we can see things in the corner of yeah. our eye. Yeah. In first person shooter games, you only see what's in front of you. Yeah. So yeah. you have to like turn quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you can turn your head either. You have to like turn your whole body. Yeah, right. But I mean, it was very fun to see that part of the game. But yeah, that was like that was the cool. I mean, not part, game you know? movie. I mean, yeah, movie. Was there another movie like that? I said Hardcore Harry, but it was some other movie that had a first person. I gotta look that up. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I Hardcore Harry was like an entire movie of that. Yeah, which, yeah, it can, that can just yeah make you dizzy and sick to your stomach real quick. Was if, it House of the Dead? Oh, House look. of the Dead might. I think they did. That would make sense. Oh God, I think I don't want to watch that shit. Oh man, we. Who's the director? Uwe Bow, 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 Uwe Bow, Uwe Bow. I think he did that one, as oh, well God. as like a lot oh, of these video game movies Jesus. that are pretty fucking awful. So. Oh God. Anyway, so out of um one to ten, what you give it? Three. All right, it's good enough for me. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's it wasn't terrible, but it, it was just mediocre. But there was nothing. It was lifeless. There was nothing. Yeah. stand out about it it was just kind of dull lacked characterization and you know now, now we know we got this topic of damn movies based on video games it's kind of slim pickings about character development of so many game I mean, movies man well i mean character development has no, never been, been a huge been, thing no. but yet yeah, this one this one just felt lacking yeah like you know it was like they kind of well I don't even know if they they tried at all. It was like but the, thing the is, only thing they tried was they gave them all those stereotypical like personalities at the very beginning of the movie, and that was it. And you know what? For me, man, if they could have stuck with some of the game from the game how it was set up, there's just one person instead of a group of Marines. I get it. You need it for the movie. You need more people. Hell, man. I mean, I've been satisfied with that. If, if his crew was dead, it was only him handling the business. You know, he could have had one or two people along the way. You know, I I don't mind that. But man, the way they just set everything up in this movie, like you said, it's just like the twins were the only survivors, man. Right. You know. Yeah, because because yeah, the the rock just goes 
like super evil because yeah well it's like he has this violent tendency but it's not we didn't really see that telegraphed early no it's just all of a sudden after half the squad dies he starts getting angry uh-huh. and then he just kind of goes overboard and goes off the deep end then he gets affected so, yeah well even before he gets infected by the creatures he's already like kill everybody kill all the innocent people yeah we're here for yeah. we're here for the um the quit night we're here for the scientists we're here for the, the uac that's the that's the corporation of all these stuff we need to bring him back. We need the data and all that. Right. He was all about the bottom line. And there was seeing like to me right. that and, fuck everything else. Right. It's exactly. Which is which is why that um when he shoots the kid. So, yeah. yeah. So he shoots the rookie because the rookie refused he found a, a room that innocent like twenty people. innocent scientists and their families or whatever were hiding in, and he didn't kill them like he was supposed to. Um and the rock was like that was your order. You're supposed to kill him. Now go and kill him. And he's like, no, I'm not going to go kill him. And so then he shoots the kid because he was insubordinate and didn't follow rules. And that's, you know, punishable by death, except <laughs> telling someone to shoot innocent peoples goes against the whole Geneva convention. That's right. You know, so he's not insubordinate. He's in the right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. He said, screw that. So yeah, that was just kind of ridiculous. Mm. But yeah, it's just he suddenly even before he was infected, he was already like, "We're just gonna kill everybody." Yeah, fuck everything else, man. We got this right. the bottom line. And then of course he it. gets infected, so now he's right. like super strong, and he's starting to turn into a monster. And yeah. so then they can have a fight between him and Carl Urban, <laughs> you know, with them both being super powered. Right. Yeah, that's why they wanted anyway. But so, yeah, and that, but even that was a lackluster fight. Right. So guys, if you have not seen Doom, <laughs> Doom, Doom. Uh, by, by, uh, Rock and um, Carl Urban. Uh, don't check it out. I'm just playing. I'm playing. You check it out. If you want a movie that's like senseless, no kind of dialogue or no character development, go ahead and watch it. Or you see some, just it's it's one of those popcorn movies. You know, you just don't. Yeah, it's not the worst thing nah. you can do to yourself. But you know, if you have no need to watch it, don't waste your don't time. Waste your time. There's no real point. We're not professional. These are just our opinions. You know. <laughs> as fans of uh, video games and movies, a combination of both. So anyway, next our next topic, <clears throat> excuse me, um, this week, this past week, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake has made an announcement, right? It announced that it's going to be something called the Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. Is something saying that right, Integrate? Mm-hmm. And what I think it is, and I'm, I'm holding them to saying this right, Trevor, is that it's, it's Final Fantasy VII, but... There's a new um, episode within the game, right? Well, basically, it's Final Fantasy VII Remake for the PlayStation PlayStation 5. 5. Right. And so it's going to have all of the enhanced graphics and everything like that that the PS5 is capable of. So it's going to look prettier and probably play better. Um, But there's also a a new, yeah, um, little side chapter that you can play that stars Yuffie, you know, everybody's favorite little teenage ninja. And she steals materia. Yeah, the little yeah, materia thief. Oh yeah. my god, that scene in Final <laughs> Fantasy VII when she took all my materia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was so fucking pissed off at her. Oh my god. That's like the worst part of the game because it's like you can't heal yourself except with like potions or something. Um Oh yeah, that's right. That part was yeah. Like and when the first time I played it I was like about borderline level or under leveled. So it was like some of those fights were really tricky. I was like hanging on by a thread. Uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, so it, there's a little, uh, a little um, DLC basically for Yuffie. 
And I believe if you buy the game, so you, you can get either the digital or like, you know, the package game, the physical copy right. for PS5, it comes with that UFE chapter. Um, if you own the game on PlayStation 4 already, uh-huh. you can get the, a free upgrade on the PS5 of the game. Right. Uh, so it'll automatically upgrade all of the graphics and everything. And you can also do a cloud transfer of your save file. Yeah. Um, but you will have to pay for the UFI content. Mm. So, and I don't think from what it looks like, I don't think the UFI content will be available on PS4. Now the question, at least not, an, at least not immediately. Mm. So that's kind of a shame. That's a shame. That's, you know, I'm, I'm not happy. We both not happy on right. that one. Cause I, I don't want to go buy a PS5 just for that game. Not right, right now. Right, because it's one that I already own, but I yeah. do want to play that Yuffie content. I, I do, too. I'm um, just saying that I don't want to, like, do that. Yeah. yeah, so it may be one of those ones that I'll just end up playing it, you know, a year and a half later than everybody else did. Yeah, me too. Um, so, yeah, it does. It's it it comes out in July. That's when it's expected to be I released. June. Was it? Yeah, maybe it's June. Oh, June, June 10th. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, in June, that'll be coming out. Oh, screw that, man. I'm sorry. That sucks. I'm sorry. I mean... As a fan of this this game, this franchise, man, I think that was like a um, not a great move. I mean, I get it to get people to buy more PS5s, which would be great. Like except people still can't get a hold of the PS5. Mm-mm. It's it's ridiculous. They like don't have enough copies. The people who do buy it are the ones who buy it in bulk and then scalp it for like way overpriced. And you know, I just. I think a lot of people are just kind of pissed off with how this whole PS5 rollout has been handled. Uh, yeah, I think so, and too. And so this this does not help with that because no. it's like, oh, great, a PS5 upgrade for a game system I can't get. Just like the Miles Morales Spider-Man thing, remember? Right. But now um, they did put it out on 4, yeah. which is great. I mean, I, I mean, that's great. I haven't picked it up yet. But I'm not going to buy a PS5 just for one game. Right. I, really, I really cannot do that. I can't justify Paying what four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars, I think. Yeah, whatever. It whatever costs. it is um, for one game, you know, because what I've seen so far is none of the games I, I even play. Right. I mean, <laughs> at this point, there isn't anything that I'm in a hurry to play. No. Um, no. If there's even any games that I want to play on the the PS5, because um, the games that uh, I know, the God of War, I definitely, buy, I want to play that. I played all the God of Wars, right? Do I really want to buy a PS5 for that? I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to wait. I'm just gonna have to wait, you know. Yep, that's what it is, man. So, I, I'm my reaction is like, yay, and my other reaction, oh, <laughs> right, yeah, so, yeah. It, it looks really cool. It looks like it's fun. It basically it has Yuffie and it's um, oh, a new character and another guy like Sonan or something like that. Yeah, he's he's new. I never. He, what what is that? He have a staff? I think so. I have a picture. It's of, a staff. I have of, a picture of the thing here on my photos. Let me just oh, find it real quick. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Sonan Kusakabe. Yeah, it looks like he just has like a a pike or a bow staff or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it's a long spear, and it looks like they can combine to do like yeah. combo moves where, you know, Yuffie will jump up on the spear and he'll like fling her up in the air, and then she can kind of come and attack the. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, attack the enemies from the sky. That's so it looks like it's some pretty cool stuff, but yeah, like I said, and it, you know, it, it takes place during. Um, during the actual game. So they're, I think they're going to Shinra to try and steal a rare materia. Yeah. And so they show like a little clip in the trailer of, you know, them seeing Barrett and cloud and Tifa and being like, Oh, Hey, should we, that's an avalanche. Should we go say hi or whatever? And they're like, they just blew up a reactor. Let's kind of, let's not get associated with them right yeah, now. Right. You know, we don't want to stand out. We're undercover or whatever. So, 
I'm thinking now, since it's going to be a side story, I'm wondering if the next installment they have a Final Fantasy VII, will that coincide with the next story going forward? You think it should do that, be that way? You know, you understand what I'm saying. With this side story for Yuffie, and they just you know come up with the second half of Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. You think that story gonna coincide with the next story? The next. Well, I mean, it uh, it's gonna it's gonna fit, it's fit in. in. Yeah. yeah, they're obviously intending it to be like they're introducing her early and being like, here's what she was up to during right. this time. Oh God, I'm just thinking about something now. What? What are they gonna do with some of the other characters like that, dude? Uh, <laughs> DLC Z's, or like yeah. extra little things? Yeah. They might. I mean, you with know, Sid, with, with Vincent, Vincent, or whatever. I mean, Sid has kind of been doing nothing. The whole time he's just been in that town trying to build the rocket. Right. Um, So he hasn't been up to much during this time. So I don't see a reason for him. But Vincent is different, Um, though, because he got ties. Well, technically, Vincent has been sleeping for a long time. True. That's true. So unless they do something that takes place, you know, earlier. Now, they have changed some of the stuff in this game. I mean, they could change it so he's actually out doing something during this time. But in the original game, they found him in in the mansion. Yeah, in the basement, the mansion basement. Yeah. It's kind of in a coffin sleeping, and he had been for decades. He wasn't experimenting on by Hojo. Right. So um, uh, what other characters Sith. were there, too? I mean, Kat, uh, Kate Sith, Kate who Sith. we've kind of already seen what he's up to. Yeah, right. Because um, he's Reeve. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. And, yeah, I think those were all the characters. Those are all the characters. That's it. So, Unless they add some new characters that we don't know about. So, I mean, it's possibility. Because they did, like I said, they changed some of the stuff in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Right. Yeah, some of the um, side characters like Biggs and uh, Wedge and all those guys was minor characters, but some way and Jesse they was very important with the story, going telling for the storytelling, which was kind of great to do that. Right. They fleshed out their characters, yeah. and in in the original game they all died. Yeah. Um, but it looks like Biggs and Wedge at the very least are still alive. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to become playable characters because they weren't playable characters even in uh, the no, they wasn't even in the the first part. But, but making them, giving them some of the story and develop them more, more you know more character development is great. Right. So we may we may story. see them more later um, yeah. in the story, like integrated, and then. Depending on what it is that they're doing with that Zach thing, we may see okay. Zach as well. That's true. You're right. He may be alive, but I don't know if he's alive in this universe or if that's in like a parallel universe or what the deal is with that. We're not quite sure. Well, like I said, man, they changed the game right. for us old heads who want to play the first game. So I'm happy for yeah. it. So, I mean, at this point, anything is really possible. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, don't disqualify anything. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's – but this, this Yuffie content definitely will be – part of her backstory that then should um Wu Tai. That's, yeah, that's the, the name of the country, right? Yeah. So well we we've been hearing a lot about Wu Tai and their war with, you know in the conversation with, like, yeah, with yeah. Midgar and stuff throughout the first part of the remake. Right, yeah. So it it makes sense that she's associated with that since that's where she's from. Mm-hmm. And so we get a little bit about her background and Wu Tai's background with Wu-tai. this content. Yeah. Not so Wu-tang. then when she shows up it won't just be out of the blue. You Not know? the Wu Tang Wu Tai. But um, but yeah, man, I was looking at that. So cool, like I said, I was very excited and I was let down. <laughs> like shit. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of that bittersweet news. It's yeah, like yeah, that looks man. so freaking awesome. Said, oh, too bad I won't get to play it for like two years. <laughs> yeah, right, man. So that was some Final Fantasy VII remake news. Then Final Final Fantasy VII has some more stuff that came out. Right, it was mobile games on your. There's on your, mobile games that yeah, they announced. Yeah, from the Apple um, Android, but I, yeah. 
So um, it's called Final Fantasy VII: The First Soldier. There's yeah, there's two of them. And the other one was Ever Crisis. Ever right? Crisis. Right. But Ever Crisis is more of a combination of all the movies in the uh, not movie movie and video games. It's basically a retelling a game of you know the entire Final Fantasy um, saga. Yeah. So it includes um, stuff from the Final Fantasy VII original game. Advent Children, Before Crisis, Crisis which was Core. a movie, yeah. and then Crisis Core, which was the one with Zack, the prequel, and, the Dirge, and then Dirge of Cerberus, which was the sequel that had um, Vincent. Vincent. And yeah. Yelfie in it too, wasn't she? I think she was in it as yeah. well, but uh-huh. yeah, you, that was like more the first person shooter or yeah. The whatever with, yeah, Vincent. I Valentine. had that game, but did not finish it. I did not finish that game. Yeah. So so basically, it's just kind of a, um, a retelling of those games, and it looks like it's got a lot of the graphics very similar to the original Final Fantasy VII. I mean, this is a mobile game. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of run around and interact with the environments that look very much like from the original game, but they're a little spruced up, not quite as pixelated or blocky, um, but similar. But then it looked like when you got into the fights, it was like Final Fantasy VII remake um, quality graphics. You know, you weren't you weren't running around and... Uh, and, you know, attacking by pressing the buttons like you did in Final Fantasy VII Remake's battle system. It looked like it was more the command prompt. Uh-huh. But the graphics themselves looked a lot like the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, I saw graphics. the graphics on so that. it's very cool. impressive. Really, it really is. And I said to myself, do I really want to make, make use, use all my memory on my phone? Uh, really? All my 62 gigabytes or 32 gigabytes I got in there? Really? I really yeah, want to so I mean, it'll it'll be one of those things that we'll have to have to see what type of game it is. I'm sure it's going to be one of those that costs, yeah, close to like fifteen or twenty bucks, maybe even more. It may eventually get ported to something. It looks like it's you know tailor made to be ported to the Switch or something like that. Well, with but with the graphics, man, I think it should be ported to some kind of game system. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but Square Enix these days is all about mobile games. I don't know if you've noticed. I noticed that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're very big with the mobile games because that's kind of the future of, you know, video games for a lot of things. You know, those mobile games and whatever, free-to-play games, those are where the money is with all those microtransactions. (laughs) Yeah, you're right about that. that's why they focused their thing on because a lot of their their big budget projects have kind of crashed and burned if it wasn't Final Fantasy related. Right. Well, most, but you know what? Ain't some of those mobile games are, are made in like anime also? Yeah, well, I mean, a, a lot of mobile games uh, do the anime, yeah, crossover yeah, thing, you know, because it, it's it's a way of selling the game. Right. You know, you make an anime, and they're like, oh, let me play the game, which kind of worked, because I'm playing Princess Reconnect. <laughs> or oh, Princess, are you? Princess Connect Redive. Really? Yeah. yeah, I downloaded it, like, last month. It's, uh, it's okay. It's, it's fun. Yeah, you got to show me when I, after the podcast. I got to download it. I like the anime. Yeah, I mean, the anime was it was fun. A lot of fun characters. So you just get to learn more about the characters in this one. It's, oh, okay. It's not bad. I mean, I don't know if I'll be playing it six months from now, but, you know. I, just, I, I, put, I put it on my iPad because I'm not going right to put now. it on my, iPod, my um, iPhone. Right. I got too much. So there's also another another mobile game. It was called um, First Soldier, Final Fantasy VII. First Soldier. Damn, tongue twist. It's about a, it's a battle royale type of thing, I see. Was it? I didn't really look too much I, I at that one because yeah. it didn't interest me a whole lot. I, I'm not digging it. Yeah, it's it's basically it takes thirty place like thirty years before Final Fantasy VII with kind of the first soldier candidate. Right. Um, so that's why it's called the first soldier. Yeah, I think I'm not interested in that one. I think I passed. Yeah, no, definitely. I passed. Especially if it's a mobile game. If it were a console game, you know, I yeah. may look at it, but 
Yeah. I'm not big into the mobile games. And I think the last thing I want to talk about with Final Fantasy is the soundtrack with Final Fantasy VII Remake. On the heels of everything they announced this week, that came out too. They're like, oh, let me go to um, some iTunes. All right, okay. And they got all the, like, the music from the video game. So I downloaded that. But they don't have Sephiroth. Um, uh, <laughs> One Winged Angel? Yeah, man. Like, damn. I wanted to have that. Yeah, that's the, the that, big one. That's the big one. Everybody loved that one. So, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, that's it, man. You know, Final Fantasy news. You know, like I said, I was stoked at first and heard the other news. I was just disappointed. <laughs> oh, way to go, Square Enix. Damn you. Yeah, this I'm is... hoping they'll still, you know, they'll decide to release the DLC on PS4 or something. They didn't do a petition on Cause, that. Yeah, because maybe enough people will yeah. want it, especially with this whole PS5 rollout nonsense. Dude, I read the news about that rollout. Thing. It's, it's not been very friendly at all, bro. Uh, no. Because this have not at all. The sales have not been the way they wanted, man. I think they approached it the wrong way. Yes. They really did. They did well with the PS4 when they did the rollout and everything, but they messed up on this 5, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, so Trevor, recently you've been reading something, a novel, man. What's the name of it? Yeah, I just finished reading a novel. Um, it's called The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. That's a long title, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's by Stuart Turton. Um, it's his first book and this book is great. I mean, it's like absolutely brilliant. I love this book. It may be one of my favorite books of all time now. Um, it's, it's basically a murder mystery that has a lot of, um, aspects of, you know, some Downton Abbey cause it takes place, it takes place over a weekend in, um, in, you know, kind of like a, uh, one of those old manners or whatever, um, and but then it's also got some some quantum leap stuff, and then uh, and then a little bit of uh, like Groundhog Day. So basically, damn. Well, it's about a character who kind of has to solve this mystery. Okay, stop right there. You, you a fan of Downtown Abbey? No. Oh, not really. I'm glad you're not. Okay. No, good. I'm just saying. But oh. it, it has because it it kind of <laughs> oh. takes place in that sort of like 1930s, you know, rich upscale type uh, manner. You know, with all of these rich, the rich socialites and the, you know, the, the servants and everything like that and that class system. But essentially, it's about a guy who has to solve the murder of Evelyn Hardcastle. And um, he jumps into, he relives the day um, as eight different hosts. Whoa. So he'll jump into the body of eight different hosts and he'll try and use the information and what they're doing on those days to try and solve this murder. Oh, okay. And basically, I don't. That's all I want to say about it because I don't want to spoil anything. But it was just this. It got you hooked. You know, a lot of these characters are unsavory characters that he has to jump into. Some of them are oh, more useful than others for- <laughs> in helping the things. You know, um, not good for his soul, huh? Well, I mean, it can make it difficult because if you're jumping into someone who's like detestable, oh, some yeah. people don't want to talk to them, so it makes it a little bit trickier to get information. And you know, so it's it's just kind of one of those. But it's really well written, and even though these are detestable characters, because he's inhabiting them and the way it's written in the hooks, and each day as the next day progresses and something new is revealed or you see something from a different angle, it's just. It keeps you riveted, and this book was just great. I just plowed through it as fast as I could because I was just so into it. So I cannot recommend this book enough. Who's the author of this? Stuart Turton. Turton. And yeah, it's called The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. 
Okay. So he has another book coming out this summer that I'm, um, I think it's the devil in the dark water or something like that. So this is kind of a murder mystery on like a, an old timey ship. Oh, um, so it's kind of like a locked room mystery on a ship. I never, I never seen you as a murder mystery kind of guy, man. Well, I've always liked mystery, but yeah, I mean, it really depends. So, yeah, okay. but yeah, I mean, this, the writing was great on this one, the way it was all connected. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm really, I really enjoyed this. So I just wanted to share that with anybody okay. who's interested in that sort of thing. Now, you know what? I know we're recording from my humble home of my, my home. But hearing a fucking motorcycle in the background really disturbed me. <laughs> Why are you describing? I'll bet, bet they can't even hear it. I don't know, like man. <laughs> I'm just saying for my audience out there, man. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Or like the, the people upstairs yeah. stomping their feet. Yeah, like they're up there dancing and shit, man. That's another story within itself. <laughs> Damn, you man. got those Geico tap dancing oh, family the clo- or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the clock dancers the clock upstairs. Dancers. Oh shit! That was a, I like those damn commercials, man. They funny. Geico they, uh, is great. Geico is funny. So, guys, check out the book. Um, Trevor uh, mentioned by what's his, what's the name again? The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Seven and a Half Deaths of him. Oh man, that's a long title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, this episode of Just Me and Amos podcast. Um, Trevor, how can people reach you on social media? Um, on Twitter at at Toshiro No Ronin. He's been very busy, guys. Very busy. <laughs> Actually, not really lately. Yeah, no, yeah, but shit. Bit months ago, about two or three months ago, yeah, you were very busy. Yeah, I've tried to calm down. I just really. Well, thanks for retweeting our um, podcast. Yeah, now. I try and do that so people can can get get access to it. Right. With all of my twenty followers. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> So, guys, you can check me out at JustBeingAmos.com and also on my social media accounts at JustBeingAmos on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Peace. Just being an Amos.